Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, let's move on to our numbers game and predictions. Great numbers package in this Chicago Tribune, chicagotribune.com. Dan, I enjoyed all of them. What do you want to... Uh, touch on. I have I have one that I would like to incorporate. It's yours, but I'll 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 introduce it. All right. Well, I'm going to start with this one because it's the only way to get it out of the way quickly, and it's 17 to 16, and that is the score of the last time that the Chargers and the Bears played. It is a game uh, fully embedded in my brain from uh, Week Eight of the 2019 season because it was uh, basically the Titanic hitting the iceberg. It was it was the loss that 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 kind of confirmed that the Bears' 100th season ship was was headed to the bottom of the ocean. You remember what happened at the end of that game. Yes, there were a couple of fourth-quarter Mitch Trubisky turnovers. Yes, there was a Mitch Trubisky 58-yard touchdown pass to Taylor Gabriel. That was incomplete because it was thrown too long. But on the final sequence of the game, the Chicago Bears marched into uh, scoring territory and were in range for a game-winning field goal. And with 43 seconds left, Matt Nagy chose not to run another running play, not to run another passing play, not to move the ball toward the middle of the field for his kicker. And he took a kneel down. And he set Eddie Pinero up for a 41-yard field goal that the kicker, with a strong right-to-left wind, pushed a li- pulled a little bit to the left of the upright in the north end zone at Soldier Field and the Bears lost. And it opened up a week of what the hell was that questioning (laughs) of the head coach, of the kicker, of everybody involved. And it was one of those moments that in Chicago Bears history will forever be remembered because, again, you remember what the expectations for that season were. And that was such a catastrophic loss. It was the second of four in a row that basically torpedoed the season. You remember it well, don't you? I do remember well. I think that was a post game where Matt Nagy got a little testy and with questions. you, yeah, with me about <laughs> and me uh, and me as well. Yeah, I think that was like you know, what are you doing? What were you thinking? Where are you going to work next year? Or but you know that was though he got he yeah, lasted a couple more years. Yeah. Than that. that that's something else. Seventeen to sixteen. All right, I didn't realize it was in twenty nineteen. I thought it was more earlier than that, but it had to be twenty nineteen because that was Nagy and that was the season where. Everything went wrong that could go wrong. That's a good one. Okay, I'm going to introduce one. I'm going to steal it from your package because I couldn't believe this. I actually double-checked you just to make sure that good. in case I needed to issue a correction via your, your editors there. Six 
That's how many straight losses the Bears have had on Sunday night football. <laughs> Six straight losses on Sunday night football. I mean, they must hate Kerry Underwood. This is awful. Six straight losses all by double digits, average score 32 to 15. The last one was a glorious memory. It was the season that everything went right up until the end. 2018, 15 to 6 defeat of the Rams in December. Vic Fangio outsmarted Sean McVay, and the Bears defense prevailed. But it's been that long, very long six-loss you know, streak that the Bears have endured on Sunday night football. Yeah, five years since they won on Sunday night. Uh, yeah, and and three of those six losses on Sunday night football were to the Packers. Two of them were in L.A., both to the Rams, one at the Coliseum, one at SoFi Stadium, and so there's a lot of parallels there. Thank you for double-checking me. I wish you would do that every week. <laughs> um, six, I'm going to give you another number. Six, it's the sacks uh, total by Khalil Mack in week four in the Chargers win over the Raiders. It was a, a, a breakthrough performance by a guy we're all familiar with here in Chicago, a guy who has shown the ability to take over games. But Khalil Mack only has nine sacks in his other 22 games as a Charger. Uh, if you recall, and this was in my numbers package today, the Bears traded away Khalil Mack before the 2022 season for a 2022 second-round pick and a 2023 sixth-round pick. And then they traded that 2023 sixth-round pick right back to the Chargers for two 2022 seventh-round picks. And so so the net haul from the Khalil Mack trade was that they got Jaquan Brisker, Elijah Hicks, and Trenton Gill. Those are the three they got? Brisker? Yep. Hicks and Gill. Hicks and Gill. That's not bad. That's better than I thought in terms of the overall haul. I still don't – I mean, I understand why they got rid of them because of the cap hit and everything. But Yeah, and where they were in their, in their, in their stage of, of rebuild. That's not yeah. a bad deal for Ryan Poles. Wouldn't you say it's a probably a thumbs up? So far, so far, especially with the way Hicks has come through in a, a reserve role this year and, and been been pretty reliable there. I'm counting I'm counting a punter as a plus. I guess that's good. Okay, what's the next one? Two more for you. 285.1. That is the average passing yards per game for <laughs> Justin Herbert, who's in his fourth season here and is absolutely rewriting Chargers records all over the place and putting himself all over the NFL record books as well. You turn to the uh, Chargers game notes, and there's like six pages of statistical numbers that you could pull on Justin Herbert that make your jaw drop, particularly coming from Chicago, where we don't have any quarterback numbers to hang on. He is the second all-time uh, in, in average passing yards per game with at least 1,000 passing attempts. Patrick Mahomes is the first. Bears quarterbacks since Herbert entered the league have combined to average 203.6 passing yards per game, so that's almost 82 yards per game less. Uh, Herbert also has 1,458 career completions, the most ever by any NFL quarterback in his first four seasons. Oh, by the way, he has 11 games to go in his fourth season to add on to that record. He's a modern-day Dan Fouts. He has a lot of great numbers. He's got a rocket right arm. I love Justin Herbert. Fact is, though, he hasn't won much. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, well, we'll see. He's got 14 game-winning drives in 55 games, okay? We're, we're constantly demanding game-winning drives from our quarterback in Chicago. The guy's got 14 of them. So let, let's uh, let's give him some credit before we – I'll give him credit. Back. I'm not I'm – not, you know, <laughs> I'd still start him. I'd still take him. I'm just saying. I'm compa- you're, compar- you're comparing him to Bears quarterbacks. I'm comparing him to Patrick Mahomes. Okay, no problem. Uh, my last number for you today is three. It's the number of touchdowns scored 
by Deontay Foreman. This is uh, brought up because I had a little brain fart and I, I went to the research files to figure out when was the last time a Bears player scored three touchdowns in a game? And well, guess what? It was two weeks ago. It was when DJ Moore did it against the commanders in Washington. I go, Oh yeah, I forgot about that so soon. Uh, but so that, that, that gave me an, uh, an entry point into looking up the, the players that have had at least three touchdowns in a game over the last 10 seasons. It's Taylor Gabriel. It's Jordan Howard. It's Brandon Marshall twice. It's Matt Forte twice, and it's Greg Olson. And then they were joined by DJ Moore and Deontay Foreman. The last time the bears had, Two different players scored three touchdowns in a game in the same season. Curtis Conway, Rashawn Salam, 1995. Wow, that's going way back. I also don't remember Greg Olson scoring three touchdowns. You sure about that? I, I'm sure you're sure about that. Do you remember Greg Olson scoring three touchdowns for the Bears? I don't, but it came up in the uh, stat finder uh, search that we wow. did. So I'm sure that he did. <laughs> he was he was the guy they never should have traded. Mike March was impressed. All right, that's good. Let's bring in Adam Sudzinski to make our predictions quickly here. And um, we'll start with Studs. Hey, Studs. So, Bear, on a one-game winning streak, you going to go with them this week or are you going to go with uh, Justin Herbert? <laughs> no. So, uh, it, <clears throat> I'm picking the Chargers this week. They're just a better team. And uh, so, just to go to show you, I'm not totally insane. They're just better. They're just better, and I don't have a lot of faith in the Bears winning back-to-back games. They haven't done that under Matty Rufus yet. So, first time they do, it'll be the the the, the first time. I got the score. What did I say on the on the six seventy score website? Twenty three to twenty two. It's just I'm I'm picking Ooh. odd scores as much as I can. So I think it's going to be close, and I don't know how they I don't know exactly how they get there. Someone's going to get a safety. I'm going to keep predicting a safety until somebody gets a safety because I want it to happen. How good and, is Bajan, how good does Bajan play? I think Bajan's going to be all right. I think he probably throws a pick. We'll say a touchdown and a pick in maybe a uh, two hundred yards. Keep the keep job. The bar. Keep, keep, <laughs> no, <laughs> Justin Fields is going to start once he comes back. It, I, I will say, though, about Bajan, I think that something's been misconstrued about him in the last couple weeks. I think his arm strength is better than what people are saying 100%, about him. 100% studs, 100%. It's, Dude, I went back and watched some of his highlights at Shepard. He can throw the ball downfield. Studs, people it's people not, created a new narrative because Nathan Peterman came in to throw the Hail Mary. That's right, what everybody's that, leaning on. There was that, and he had some of the ducks that he threw against the uh, Vikings. One, like both times, when I think one was tipped or he had a guy in his face, the other time he's trying to avoid a hit. So, and, and so that created this narrative that his arm is like super weak. I watched one highlight where he threw the ball from the 50 yard line midway into the end zone in the air. Like he can throw the ball downfield. It's not Justin Fields strong, but it's NFL strong. And so, I, I think they're going to be, they are going to be able to throw the ball downfield a little bit. And the reason that things were so, within 20 yards last week is because they were like, oh, the Raiders don't really care to do anything about this. So we're going to keep doing it. Right. <laughs> and, and so <clears throat> anyway, but I, st- I do, I do think the Chargers are going to win the game just because they're the better team. They got the better quarterback and they have, I'm kind of worried about what's going to happen with Darnell, Wright, Even if he's healthy, he played with one arm basically last week and they got two premier pass rushers. So, I'm going with the Chargers, but I think it's going to be close. 22 studs calls for the Bears to lose again. What kind of fan is he? All two right, weeks well, in a row. Two weeks in a row. What you got, Dan? What do you think? 
I'm jumping in the same car Studs is in. I wanted to pick the Bears. I really did. I thought uh, of all road environments that you wanted to go into, it's one where they're only uh, – uh, real passionate fan is Marianne Du, who we're going to see about a thousand uh, minutes of on on uh, Sunday Night Football this weekend, and we'll get a lot of a lot of camera time for her. But the Bears, I just don't think, are as good as the Chargers. As much as the Chargers are struggling, they just have more established weapons on both sides of the ball. I've got Chargers twenty-seven, Bears twenty-three, reluctantly because I do think the Bears are playing better, and I do think they are positioning themselves to be able to win these types of games more regularly soon. I have a similar outcome, but it may just you distracted me for a second. So Marianne Dew is her name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. By by Monday morning, I don't know who I'm going to maybe pronounce Doe or Dew. I'm not sure. Seeing Marianne Dew or Doe or Travis Kelsey, because I'm sick of both of them. <laughs> this is both overexposed. But anyway, that's a different podcast. All right, twenty-eight, twenty-four Chargers. I'd love to see. Tyson Beijing going to L.A. It's a perfect backdrop for a Hollywood story. I just think he could play well. They could still lose. Tough challenge for the defense. I am a big Justin Herbert fan. They've got some weapons with Keenan Allen. They've got uh, Eckler if he's healthy. They've got a lot of reasons to move the football against that Bears defense. So I think the Bears will be competitive. I hope it's competitive and not one of these double-digit blowouts on Sunday night. But I think it will be 28-24 Chargers. Pretty similar.